Welcome to Watch Our Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about and watch and see and love and embrace. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me, as always, is the wonderful, fully engaged Ronnie Karam. How are you, Ronnie? Well, hello, Bean. How are you today on this fine Monday? Good. How's everything going with you, baby? Everything is great. We just recorded our Real Housewives of Potomac recap. So if you missed that, that's up on our feed. And of course, tonight we have another edition of Take a Seat on uh, on Spotify Green Room app. Uh, you don't need a Spotify account to do this. It's a free. If you want to listen to the show, we're going to be talking pop culture. We're going to talk about Cynthia Bailey. We're going to talk about Big Brother. We're going to talk about there was another thing, maybe Colin and Amanda's wedding, Bravo, all the all the all the good pop culture stuff. So what you do is you download the app, Spotify Green Room. Follow me and Ronnie at Ben Mandelker at Ronnie Karam. You'll get a notification when the sh- when the room opens up and goes live. Um, you, it's all free. You don't need a Spotify account, but if you have one, it just makes it a little easier because you can use your Spotify account. But if you don't, it's no big deal. And um, it's really fun. We are going to talk about this stuff, and then you guys can talk too. I don't know if people realize the way the platform works is that we can like call people up, and they can ask questions and give their hot takes, etc. So it's really fun. It's at 7 o'clock on the West Coast, 10 o'clock on the East Coast, and we hope that you all come enjoy and join us. Do it, everybody. It's going to be great times, all right. And today, um, it's time for some Salt Lake City, another fun episode, and um, still have not heard my trademark party song from Salt Lake City, but I was very happy that the episode began with like a, a stirring rendition of what I call the Ho-Ha song, which goes like this. Ho-Ha! Ho-Ha! yeah this one is very dramatic because they you know they really have to play with the choir sounds in this it can't just all be one choir and and this time they employed the rest the musical rest yeah so they go ha rest ha rest ha 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 rest rest i mean just very beautifully you know, sometimes silence is golden, and this is one of those moments. Very well done. Trixie Monocle, Mormon yeah. Trixie Monocle. The Mormon Trixie Monocle Tabernacle Choir is just really, really killing it this season. So uh, we're getting a little... The Monocle wh- Nab... The Mormon Tabernacle Choir. The Trixie Monocle... Uh, the Trixie Ta- Tabernacle Monica Nabelnacle Choir. <laughs> Never mind. I can't make it work. Trixie That's right, Trix. We'll work on that. (laughs) The Trixie Knackle. Um, Monocle or Nabble. Monocle. Tabernacle. Tabernacle. (laughs) Tabernacle. I'm going to disengage with this. So um, we're seeing people around town. and The Tabernacle. The Tabernacle. Nope, still can't do it. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Tabernacle. 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 
to Monocle. Ronnie, to- I don't want you to make fun of Trixie's <laughs> musical choir when she even hasn't had a conversation about what sort of choir it is. So, oh, so Meredith. Meredith is FaceTiming with Sam. Hey, are those your eyes? I've never looked into your eyes before. That's pathetic. Yeah, I was always looking at the investment on your chest. Oh, lovely, Sam. I guess I've just spent the majority of our marriage trying to figure out if you were wearing a drag queen's breastplate or not. Okay, we have to talk about this breastplate that Meredith is wearing. Have you noticed it? No. Her breast? Is it? I need to know if it's a drag queen breastplate. Somebody help me. Because it looks like she's, you know, in the in the uh, diary room session where she's, her boobs are like kind of pl- flattened down and spread, you know? Uh, yeah. very pretty. Um, that looks like a drag queen chest plate. Like there's no movement anywhere, and then there's a necklace kind of covering it. And I, you could only really tell because she moves her head so much. Her neck is always moving, but it looks like it's moving underneath a breast. It's just weird. I just don't understand That's the not choice. Your place to say what it is if she hasn't had the conversation with either <laughs> of us about what is or isn't on her chest. <laughs> I guess so. I'm going to disengage with that thought, that line of thought. <laughs> now, we know That's that this projecting, show... projecting, deflecting, and lying from you, Ronnie Karen. And we know that this show really ups the Housewives game in every sense. And Meredith really is no exception. Now, they love Mackenzie Childs on this show. She's wearing Mackenzie Childs as an actual outfit. Okay? She looks like a goddamn Mackenzie Childs teapot. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Um, we we didn't mention Candace Dillard having enormous can, uh, Mackenzie Child teapots on our Potomac recap, but it should be mentioned that she basically has Candace Dillard has two uh, army tanks that somehow are also tea kettles that are in the Mackenzie Child checkerboard pattern. Enough, enough. We watched the Tony the Tony thing last night. It was like Mackenzie Child flooring on that too. Enough people. Enough with the checkerboards. We get it. It's yes. too much. Too much. Um, so let's go to Beauty Lab and Laser. Heather is, you know, setting herself up for some work workplace harassment <laughs> as uh, yeah. we open the scene with her behind one of the young girls who works for her, and she's just massaging your shoulders. She's like, what's yeah. up today, babe? She's like, <laughs> um, I'm going to get a PDF. You know, we're selling a lot of PDF under eye fillers. Wow, it's <laughs> amazing. PDFs have really taken off. <laughs> yeah, she just sort of was like, you know, chumming around with them and talking about procedures and telling the girls they're too young to get any sort of procedures. And then we see, uh, we cut to Jenny who's driving uh, Carlin around. Um, Where was I the only one who thought that Jenny's car seats looked odd? Did you notice that? It looked like she was, it looked like a family of mummies and she was sitting on a mummy lap, the car seats. <laughs> no, was I that didn't just notice me? It. I, I, please, <laughs> please make a mental note to go back and look. Uh, or next time she's in a car, please notice that her car seats look like mummies. They really do. Okay, I'll I'll keep an eye out for that. I think that's um, important. So she's she's driving Carlin around, and Carlin's like, "I had a speeding test. I think it went pretty smooth. We got a freebie on it. What's the definition of something?" She's like, "Oh, you got a freebie. That's great, honey." Nailed <laughs> it. So then back at Beauty Lab, Heather's like, "Um, hey, uh, Dre, show me what I'm looking at over here." And it's a mock-up of a new Beauty Lab Empire. 
Yeah, she um uh she's basically looking at a a picture of it's like a mixed use building and there's like a street level space that I guess Beauty Labs can go into and then there's like floors above it and Dre is like yeah yeah see these are offices above it it's like thanks Dre thanks I thought those I thought that was a, a circus above it of course those are offices Dre of course. <sighs> And Heather's like, we're getting to that moment where we have to decide, are we going to expand or are we just going to coast on our success? <laughs> and she tells us that her her plan, you know, the fact that people are doing so much business on Zoom calls now, they're like staring at their flaws all day long and it's doubled business. So our goal is to make people the best Zoom version of themselves. Listen, she doesn't have to tell me when we do crap is on demand every single day, I'm like... I think it's time for me to go to Beauty Lab. I think I need to do something. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> this pandemic has been rough on me. Hey, listen, I'm loving the pandemic because I see myself in that in that crap and on demand, and I'm just a fat head. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. It's like it's eliminated 75% of my problems. I can deal with the fat head, okay? When we get below the breast line is when I start getting in trouble. Why do you think I'm looking at the drag queen breastplates? I'm like, where do I get mine? <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see here um she calls whitney on facetime and she's uh like babe are you in glam right now Whitney's like no i am doing my makeup myself yeah and then yeah cause she's like in a bra and everything and she's like wow look at your boobs they look good and so when starts like shaking your boobs wow yeah yeah oh Oh, you're doing the thing we're going to show about non-passionate sex again. Oh, and now you're showing what passionate sex is. Oh, okay, Whitney. Uh, I'll, I'll just sit here and wait for you to finish pantomiming this scene. So Heather's like, yeah, you know, I ended up talking to Jen, and we, like, yelled, and we cried, and we ended best ended as best friends again, you know? I mean, what are you going to do about her? And she's like, I don't know, because we had such a bad time last year, and, you know, we kind of resolved things, but not really. But then she's like, okay, well, she's in a place to start fresh, and I'm her friend. I'm her friend now, so uh, just make it happen, Whitney. She's like, I will give it a shot, unless my nephews are around. Then I'm taking shots. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I'm fun times, fun times, Whitney, and I can balance a cake in one hand. Oh, no, never mind. I can't do that, it turns out. Never mind. So Jen drives up in her fancy car, bought off the backs of old women somewhere. And um, she is arriving with Lisa. What are we doing today? Hi. Oh, my God. This is so fun. You guys are making me nervous. So nervous. Listen, I'm from Hawaii, okay? I'm not great with winter sports. I want to go ski biking because, like, I don't think that anyone has done it. And whenever I can look better than Lisa Barlow, I mean, she's not going to do amazing at this, but we'll see. So they're going to go ski biking, and they've got some new lady named Carrie. Well, or maybe she's well, not. Well, Carrie was actually, you know, Carrie was actually there last season. She, um, she sort of was. She, she, she if, if you go back last season, you would see her. She's like around. She's not a prominent figure on the show, but um, you sort of get the sense that Carrie was part of the original cast and then was not chosen ultimately by Bravo. Um, she sort of has that air of resentment about her. Like I could have made this show so good. I could have given them the full carry, but instead I just got to show up as an extra on the fucking snow bike scene. 
And every time she goes home, she's like, well, I shot another day today, kids. And guess what? This one's getting me in. It was the ski bike episode. I was hilarious. You should see all the wacky things I did. Don't worry. They'll show it in the show. And then she's cut out every single time. She like gets the whole family together to watch together. and She's always cut out. I had a really good line about Lance Armstrong. I said, if Lance Armstrong would do this, he wouldn't even need his second testicle because I don't have testicles and I could do it. It was so good, kids. Wait, they're going to show it. They're going to show it, kids. First time I did this was with Lance Armstrong. I said, what are we, ski biking? God, Lance, isn't this nuts? (laughs) I said, Sheryl Crow, eat my pussy. But they didn't put that in. (laughs) So then... um... By the way, way, I just wanted to let you know, Ronnie, because... I feel really, I feel really determined about this. I'm sending you a screenshot of the mummy seats because <laughs> I really need verification from you of of uh, Jenny with her mummy seat car. <laughs> okay. Oh, do you see it? Oh, oh, they're actual seat covers. That's oh, is that so what weird. Is the seat cover? It looks like it looks like there's literally a family of mummies, and she's just like learning how to drive. So she's sitting on like mummy dad's lap. It looks like when your when your grandma covered the living room furniture, or like when you know people die, yeah, in a ghost house, and they cover all the furniture with sheets. <laughs> I feel like the mummies think that they're invisible, but they're actually very visible, <laughs> and that Jenny's just playing along. Yeah, that's that is a kind of a weird car, and it's probably like a nine million dollars too. I know, you know like, ew, what an ugly car! <laughs> your oh, car looks more like than your mummies. entire life. Yeah. Your car looks like it has mummies in it. So anyway, uh-huh. so they're uh, back to like the snow bikes. They're all going and they're just going over things. And there's like, at one point, I guess Jen gets gets some air. And Lisa's like, Jen, you got air. I love that. Oh my God, air. But then Lisa gets scared to go over the mogul. She's like, that scared me. I couldn't do the mogul. It scared me. Ah, I don't love that. It scared me. It's like Diet Pepsi. And Jen's like, oh my God, if we die on this hill, we're going to do what we love. Ruining the lives of white-haired hills. <laughs> we're, we're ruining these hills. Uh, so then Carrie leaves, and they stay and talk, of course. And Jen's like, oh, my God, Coach is, like, so busy these days. Are you sad? What are you thinking about it? Well, I'm just thinking that he's been home. Oh, my God, he's been home a lot? So you used to him being home a lot, right? Yeah, he's been home doing a lot. Home projects? Is he doing, like, a lot of home projects? He's tinkering. Has he been tinkering? He's been tinkering, hasn't he? Has he started any companies? Because my son started four companies recently. Yeah, yeah, I love that. She's like, no, well, no. he she's... makes projects up. Yeah, like, he'll get out yeah. on a ladder. Does he go to Home Depot? Oh, my God, after his ladder, does he go to Home Depot? Yeah, and it'll be good for him to tinker. He loves tinkering. Yeah. He has to keep himself busy, like John. John has to do all, do something all day other than drive me around. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sometimes he, takes, he drives me to Lowe's. You like Lowe's or Home Depot more? Which one do you like? I like them both. They're really fun. I love that. So I'm planning an outing for the girls because I think it's time for us to get together and get out of our comfort zone. So you have to wear snow gear, and I need statistics from you. I need your weight, height, hair color, eye color, social security number, and I'm going to need you to all put a Q-tip right in your nose. Just make a little small turn and put it in this plastic bag. Okay. And um, a credit card number would be helpful too, and date of birth, and your mother's maiden name. Thank you so much. And then she goes, I'm not stealing your identity. Ha 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 ha
We're going ice fishing. And if you tell someone, they might melt the ice before we get to go there. So keep it under wraps, okay? <laughs> so Lisa's like, why do we need my starts? Am I going to end up under ice? Am I going to end up under ice? You know what I like my ice? In a Vita tequila cocktail. That's where I like my ice. I'm really glad you invited my daughter. I'm really glad. She's been tinkering. She's been tinkering around. And she's like, you know what? I care about Meredith, but I'm like super annoyed with her because I've apologized to her a million times. And then she's like, no, Jen, you have something to apologize for. What? Girl, get over it. Let's fish for some ice. Oh my God. What are we doing? Is it icing for fish? <laughs> I like the idea of fishing for ice. So uh, Jen also hasn't talked to Mary yet, but Whitney and Heather are in and Jen says that she talked to Heather and it was fine and that they just have to like bring the trust back. And Lisa's like, cool, cool. I don't know what their issue is. I just, I just know that Jen says I fucking hate Heather and I feel like Heather feels the same way about Jen. But then there's this like weird attraction that they have to each other. It's like me with Diet Coke. It's like, I'm going to stop drinking Diet Coke. But then next thing I know, I'm drinking Diet Coke because I never actually put the Diet Coke down when I said I'm going to stop drinking Diet Coke because I have to finish the Diet Coke, you know? So I don't understand the relationship and it's not one that I want. Yeah, I don't really even want that. All right. But every time I'm around Heather, I think she'd like wants a problem with me. Like she says she feels I'm above her. And no, like it's not true. It's not wrong. You know, it's like better than her. But like we're on the same level. Like we're almost the same height. So how could you be? Like, yeah. How could you be? Oh, how could you be higher than the weather? Okay, because they're weather, bad weather. Whitney Heather, bad weather, and weather is naturally above our heads. So I'm actually lower than them. Yeah. You know what? I just want them to accept me at face value because my face has a lot of value. I've invested almost a million dollars into this face. Even resellers were the house. Yeah. So then we go to a bakery where Mary and her son, Robert Jr., uh, enter in. And Robert is like, I just want a grilled cheese. Can I have a grilled cheese? (laughs) Mary's like, Mary goes up to the counter and she's like, I need to get my son some food. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, you're in luck, ma'am. Here we are at a restaurant. Well, so she gets. They didn't show the cheese. six other establishments she walked into where it didn't work. Uh, ma'am, you're at H and R Block. Fine. The quest continues. Ma'am, you're at an Exxon station. Fine. We will continue onwards. <laughs> ma'am, this is a uh, Sherman Williams. Damn it! <laughs> Seven times the charm. I need to get my son some food. Well, you're in luck. You're in a bakery. Ah, Jesus provides. So she's like, well, I love Robert, even though he gets on my last nerves. We have an amazing bond. And then he eats a bite of his grilled cheese and the cheese just hangs. It like hangs from the sandwich to his mouth and it just kind of sits there. And she's like. (laughs) That looked like a good grilled cheese, by the way. That had a nice crunch to it. I was like, oh, my God, I want that grilled cheese. So she's like, um, she's like, it hasn't been that long uh, since we've been out to eat. You lost all your table manners. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I can talk about anything with Robert. I mean, even now I'm like, where Jimmy? Because like, make sure you cover it. And like, you don't want to come the last thing. You don't want that thing coming home pretty, you know, like, you know, purple. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because they look pretty doesn't mean they're pretty on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 uh. No, I literally don't know what you're saying <laughs> at all. So she's like, we're going to pray. And he's like, dear God, Jesus, louder. Jesus, God, louder. Jesus, God, louder, and bless the hands that prepared it. And bless the hands that prepared it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay. Lazy cheese eater. Terrible (laughs) cheese eating. Terrible. She's like, Dad thinks you want to move out? Do you want to move out? He goes, sometimes. Hmm. For your independence? You want to have your freedom? Yeah. How are you going to pay for your rent? Not sure yet. Do you want to go to the army? 
If you go to the army, you can move out. You can move out, move the heck out. <laughs> what was this? Go to the army. Just go. Go to the army, okay? It'll give you energy, and you won't be like those seniors, the, you know, those other seniors that play video games. And she tells us that Robert went to the military, and it made him who he is today. The guy fucked your grandma for all her money and then fucked you to keep it, as far as we know. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm not sure Robert Jr. is cut out for the military. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure Robert Jr., like... <laughs> I don't know if I see him really on the front lines like, hey, I'm going to shoot now. Be careful. I'm, gonna sh- I'm, and, I'm going back. Well, how are you going to pay your rent? Uh, I'll marry dad. No, you're not. You're going to go in the <laughs> army. You're going to go in the army and you're going to like it. She goes, uh, Robert Sr. went to the army and he is, like, he is where he is because he's because of that. And like, trust me, he's going. And he's going to love it. He's going to jump out of planes and he's going to go into water and uh, go out of space and Start a new planet and play songs and make friends and fly, fly, fly bumblebees that are larger than a spacecraft and be fun. I'm like, Mary, do you know what goes on in the army? Do you know what goes on there? She has no idea. She literally has no idea. He might have to drown a little bit. (laughs) He might have to drown a little bit, whatever he has to do. Oh, she's thinking of that Colin Farrell movie where he was like training to be the CIA or whatever. He's going to have to count people when they come in the room and uh, uh, drown a little bit. <laughs> I think she just watched Gravity. <laughs> That's what I think. So Robert is like... But God bless. I mean, look, I think the kid is just traumatized from having Mary for a mother. This can't be easy. I mean, she's a nightmare just on TV. But could you imagine this shit at home? He's traumatized. The man can't even eat a sandwich. Look at him. He like takes the sandwich and he's like, ah, ah, <laughs> and he goes. Ah. Mary goes, really? That's how babies eat. <laughs> Which is funny because she's sick. She goes, Robert. Oh my god! But she has a mouthful of food. So here she is talking about his manners, and she literally has like ma- like food in her mouth while she's yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, that's how babies eat. Please go to the army. Please. <laughs> here comes one right now. So then, then we go with uh, Jenny's family, and Carlin is having um, Science Day at the house because it's the weekend. So they're making things that explode. Yeah, it looks pretty fun, actually. And um, Carlin's basically ordering her brothers. Like, her brothers are so much older than her, and yet they are like enlisted to come do the science experiment, and they seem to have no issues with it. They're like, okay, well, it is science time, so okay, we're here. So they, yeah, they're making stuff explode. They're like bottles are overflowing and stuff, and it's like it's it's really cute and fun. And I love how Carlin has like a little step stool that she uses to like interface with a kitchen counter. And um, and then when they're done with that, Jenny's like, "All right, clean up." And these are like the most obedient, orderly children on Bravo. <laughs> they like clean the kitchen immaculately and seem to actually take pride in it and enjoy it. I was so impressed. I know they're cleaning it correctly. Like one's hanging on, on the, you know, siding on the outside, like with a window squeegee, like doing the whole, I mean, they're really, really good. (laughs) It's a nice like point counterpoint to like, I don't know, Brandy Redmond's kids or something like that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So Dewey completely loses me here. Dewey dies to me in this scene. So he's like, can we talk? And she's like, yeah. Okay. He's like, isn't it great having kids? We need more. And she just stares at him like, you motherfucker. She's like, <laughs> you know not to bring this up on TV. How many times have I made you promise not to bring this bullshit up on TV, Dewey? 
Yeah, she has. Then she says she's had nine miscarriages, which is that is a lot of emotional like burden for one person to handle, I think. And three C sections. And the doctor basically told her that like for her to have any more kids right now would be really dangerous, especially because she's older now. But Dewey's like, well, gotta start somewhere. And he's like looked into solutions, and she gets she's mad at him because he's a doctor, so he should know that it's how dangerous it is, and that he's being heartless. I personally. The way I took the scene was that the producers were like, okay, we need to give you guys a storyline. So Dewey, can you just be an asshole for this season? It kind of like read that way to me because I kind of I kind of don't believe that Jenny doesn't just like slap him. Like I feel like Jenny is the type that would be like, you better shut the fuck up right now, Dewey. Shut well, the she's fuck given, up. That's what her eyes are saying. She's, she's looking like, at him like, are you fucking kidding? And she's like, it's not healthy. We just did a science thing. <laughs> and now you're telling me to do this bullshit. She's like, you know where I'm at with this, and I don't want to talk about it. He's like, all right. It's like, geez, dude, they said your wife could die, and you're trying to force her to have a baby. Dewey's going to need to do a lot of work to win me back on this one. Yeah, he really will. So then we see an American flag, a temple. I, I don't remember the music, but I have to assume it was a lot of like, So assuming. we're in Heather's house for a Heather and her kids scene, and um, one of them has her showcase, her drill team showcase, and yeah. Heather tells us that Ashley Senior's showcase is where her drill team captain work really pays off. Georgia, are you going to do your ballet? We need to show these shoes. And Georgia's like on one toe, you know, doing her point with her little yeah. bar in the house. Yeah, it was like a little, like, uh, little baby ballet performance right there a little portable bat little bar and um uh ashley Heather's like okay honey do a little um feed it tequila i'm sorry i'm at a passe do a passe, <laughs> passe. and so, ashley's like oh my god like i mean like you don't get it because you're not a senior yet but i just forgot that i was going to college and i'm not gonna be here next time you you guys will get it when you're about to go to college i mean that was like an i'm about to go to college brain fart sorry everybody <laughs> heather's like i just want Ashley to go to college. I want her to be wild. I want her to experience everything. I want her to make mistakes. I want her to go meet up with a bunch of nerds and then like maybe like get into a relationship with one of them and they'll become the biggest hit in all of CBS. Mom, I told you I'm not Kelly Cuoco. I just look like her. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sometimes I forget. Like, so are you going to go to church when you're at college? She's like, not the Mormon church. And she's like, yeah. That is so impressive that you have conviction. You know, I just, my kids were raised militantly Mormon. My daughter went on an actual pioneer track. She dressed like an, <laughs> she dressed like a pioneer and she pushed food across the Oregon Trail. Okay. She pushed handcarts along the Mormon Trail, which I'm assuming is the same as the Oregon Mormon Trail. Trail. But either way, she was pushing handcarts at like 14. Like, and some people like, hey, are you all playing Mario girl. Kart? She's like, no, I'm playing handcart where I actually push a handcart. And the world I choose to play in, the Mormon Trail. Okay, it's the Mormon Trail track. <laughs> what was your favorite video game? Well, we didn't get to play video games, but we got to experience them by being them. Uh, so she's like, well, I raised them to be perfect, blonde little Mormon angels. And after I got divorced, I was even more committed to being perfect until they started asking me questions about the church that I couldn't really answer. So I was like, fuck it. Just lift your shirt and then, you know, try and convince people years later that they knew you when they don't remember you at all. 
they were asking me all these questions I couldn't answer, like, Mom, how many more miles will I get this handcart to the church? Mom, will they be giving out any sort of water on the way to the church? Because this handcart is really heavy. Mom, you know they don't really need this handcart. Why are we doing this simulation? And I just didn't have an answer for any of them. <laughs> and her little, her smallest daughter is like, I still want to go to church. And she goes, oh, okay, I'll go back so you don't have to be alone. <laughs> but so you're pushing the handcart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get ready to trail, girl. <laughs> get ready for some trail trekking. So, um, uh, so she, yeah, she's gonna. But Heather will go to church with her because she doesn't want her to think that she has to go through anything in life alone. So now uh, we go back to uh, Meredith, uh, who is with Brooks, and they're with some sort of clothes rack at their house. And Brooks is saying the most Brooks thing of all: "This is so epic. Oh, all of this just screams." Meredith Marks. Blazer, blazer, blazer. Um, and that's a blazer dress. <laughs> uh, hey, should I switch to some wine to drink, Bruxing? You should switch to Vida. <laughs> <laughs> and so, ding dong. And then her damn dog in the sweater. That poor no, dog. That Not only was the dog in a sweater, I don't know if you realized, they, they styled the sweater to be an over-the-shoulder look. <laughs> So, so, so one paw was like out of the sweater, but the other one was in it. <laughs> that poor dog looks like when you have to clean the back of the dryer, you know, like when you have to pull out the tube. <laughs> I'm afraid to do that. I have not done that yet. I don't even know how to do that. But if it, I will tell you this much, the plumber came last week, this week cause my shower was raining slowly. And, um, uh, the lady who used to live here, had a lot of hair. It basically was like the plumber basically pulled out the scary girl from the ring from the train. I was like, oh my God. As long as we're talking well, she's about She's been all over out. your feet. Your feet are now haunted by her. her, <laughs> I, her. Know, I know. That's what I thought about. That's what I really thought about. I was like, this is terrible. Man, the ring never left you. It really never did. It really that, made an impression. That film stayed with you. Well, that was also like the last like truly scary movie I saw <laughs> 17 years ago. So, like, I don't really have, I don't have an updated frame of reference. It's either going to be, like, The Ring or, you know, Big Business. <laughs> That's whichever one you want. So, Meredith is like, in my store, we carry all sorts of fabulous designers that I pick myself. And I'm really excited about this new collection. So, I figure I'd invite a few friends over. And it's basically Mary and a lot of gays who are like, oh, my God. <laughs> love this. Love this rock. What an amazing rock. Um, the swan Brexy, tell Mary what that is. This rock is Christian Cowan. They love Christian Cowan. They I feel like they name Christian check Christian Cowan. Cowan every week. Like, did you see Christian Cowan's Instagram this week? It was so good. <laughs> Let's get a rock of Christian Cowan. <laughs> Uh, and then and so Tilda the producer's like the produ- yeah the Tilda Swinton's like this is so yo <laughs> darling. By the way, I know you're about to say something about the producer, but what is it with this like cult of Meredith amongst this in this household? Like this is so Meredith Marks. I'm like it's like the sunset. Everyone like the child, the dog is like woof. So Meredith Marks, woof woof. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember this from season one, Ben, but Meredith Marks is very elegant. <laughs> very elegant woman. Trademark style of blazers and breastplates. 
so the producer's like, so Mary, how would you describe Meredith's clothing style? And she's like, um, <sighs> you really asking me? Okay, well, I uh, like, uh, gosh, oh gosh, I want to get this right. Uh, her style is very Meredith. Meredith Marks, that's her name, and her style should go into the army. Go into the army! Go into the army, <laughs> the army like going. a baby! Her style went to the army. Well, we see some <laughs> of Meredith's style because she has on a blazer, a red blazer, and it has kind of like, it's not fringe, it's almost like intentionally tattered or something. It has like all sorts of like loose pieces of yarn kind of coming out, and she's like, ow, I need to be in your next runway show. This... This reminds me of Christian Cowan. Oh, God, he's so great. He really gets me. But this is wonderful, too. I'm like, you look like you just walked through a car wash. <laughs> like, this this thing is, like, all, like, it looks like it's coming undone. Yeah. So, Mary sits down with Brooks. And Mary's like, what is up with you? Just to check. You do know how to eat a grilled cheese sandwich, right? He's like, yeah. She's like, you're amazing. Okay, tell me, tell me what's up with you. And he's like, I don't even know where to start. So they, Brooks and Mary, have become friends over the past year because um, Brooks has struggled with feeling targeted by Jen, and then he finds a lot of comfort in talking to Mary because she's also been been there. I think this is weird. I think this is a weird thing to like this Meredith makes it sound like he's having preacher therapy right like he's upset so he's going to talk to the preacher about it (laughs) but basically your son has like he's bonded with somebody over talking shit about someone they hate which is not therapy that's just life (laughs) shouldn't the lesson shouldn't Meredith's lesson be like have some separation of church and state between your friends and Brooks like your kids have your the kids have the kids friends the parents have the parents friends let's like maybe separate let's let's silo this out a little bit because you know you you know she has messy reality star friends at the moment and like the lesson should be learned keep the kids away from them for now well, especially when your point, when your whole point this season is to leave the kids out of it and leave the kid, you know, leave, yes, let the adults be I'm the saying. adults and the kids be kids. And then she's like, "All right, not only are you going to hang out with Mary, you can do scenes with her talking shit about you." Like, okay, so you guys are so victimized that now Brooks is making yet another scene. This is the third episode in a row that Brooks has been on here trying to start more shit with Jen. Okay. And on top of and Jen's a fucking monster from hell. Okay, so Jen is completely in the wrong here. Yeah, no, Jen is a hundred percent in the wrong. But also, you know, there's there's also this. Um, Meredith has this way. She literally keeps referring to Brooks as a child, and he, she did this last season too, by the way. And he's twenty one, twenty two. He's not a child anymore. But she keeps referring to him as a child. So if you view him as a child, why are like I just think it's weird to have this like to to sort of foment this relationship with the adult where you're like bonding over hating another adult. I don't know. The whole thing just seems a little strange, even if Jen is in the wrong and she is. So Brooks is like, well, I'm terrified to talk about it. Cause it's like so frustrated that it's even a thing, but like I log into Twitter and I see her talking horrible things about me. And Mary goes, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Mary. Like- <laughs> She's speculating about his sexuality, and he's, like, never even discussed it with me, let alone anyone. Except Christian Cowan. You guys are sitting here, you guys are sitting here speculating about not speculating about whatever your sexuality (laughs) is again. He's like, I hate that this has even become a thing. I'm like, well, 
you know, you're not really helping it not be a thing. So Meredith is like, and she's still liking tweets. They're awful and mean about him. And Meredith says, well, you don't want to just call her and ask her why are you doing this? <laughs> Which is actually like <laughs> the smartest thing that Meredith has ever said. <laughs> it kind of like yes. stops Meredith in her tracks, like this very clean, obvious logic. Well, it's weird how Mary's logic always works in these situations, like in yeah. real, you know, like housewife situations, but in then real life, she's a complete mess, right? So Meredith is like, well, here's a situation. I, I received a text inviting me to an outing. Now, is this going to be an outing of Brooks? Because <laughs> I'm not even sure about his sexuality yet. And you don't have to tell me, honey, but if you're going to have an outing and invite anybody to it, maybe you should think first before you out somebody how about that bitch <laughs> it doesn't sit well with me to be at her guest while she tries out anyone whether it be brooks whether it be christian cowan whether it even just be a cow no one deserves to be outed by anyone especially by jennifer shaw so not only is she having a public outing of my child, she's doing it involving holes that fish come out of. Now, I don't know about you, but that seems like one too many coincidences to me. <laughs> she is on thin ice with me. So Mary says, well, because you got the invite, this is your outlet to explain, like, hey, you're hurting my family and I'm going to I'm, I'm telling you, stop it. Stop it, okay? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop stop it. it. Pretend pretend she's Robert trying to eat a grilled cheese badly. Stop it. It's an open door. This has to be dropped. This grown woman in her 50s. Okay. Okay. Hold. Hold. You have to be silent. And they're silent looking at her like, oh, my God. She goes, because I have to poot. <laughs> she goes, hold on. Meredith knows this. I need peace and quiet to fart. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, is Mary, like, I can't tell. Is Mary doing this for a camera or is this like, is this Mary? I cannot tell. This Mary- is Mary. I don't think anybody could make it up to this degree. I mean, this is just too cuckoo. <laughs> and Meredith goes, wow, wow. I'll tell you what just got outed some air from her butt. So Mary is like, and that's what talking about her makes me do. And then Meredith goes, ha. <laughs> It's like the first time in two years that we've ever heard Meredith Marks laugh. I was dying over this, especially when Mary's last scene was telling her son that he had no manners. She's like, hold on so I can fart. Let me let me fart in public. For a woman who has a lot of comments about how things smell, she certainly is fine with yes. farting in public. So, so um, then we go to the ice, uh, the ice lake, or the lake yeah. of ice, and there's like a sexy guy drilling a hole sexily in the ice, and uh, Jen is there with stew chains, making him carry things across the ice. Definitely like setting up the uh, the climactic scene in her season of Fargo <laughs> when that happens, when she has to take out stew chains before she goes to jail. So, because um, you know she's gonna like push him down one of these ice holes. So yeah, um, we're going to need a bigger hole. 
<laughs> so there's Morgan. He's the fishing instructor. And uh, Jen has brought a bunch of trophies because they're giving awards out and everything. And <laughs> they're then, like, old people teeth. I was actually surprised to see actual trophies. I thought they were going to be like senior citizen dentures that she's just stolen <laughs> over the years. I thought it was just going to be like a bunch of, you know, like direct mail <laughs> stuff that never went out. Just a stack of little like little cards so um they're talking and then all of a sudden the guy's like trout 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 and they all just like go running after a trout (laughs) like and this is like a recurring thing that happens they like like someone just yells trout and then they go it reminded me of of like a game i played at camp like you're all supposed to be still until someone yells trout yeah um so then whitney and heather are driving over and whitney's like last time Last time, Jen said she was going to drown me in the lake behind my house, so I brought a life jacket just in case. Ha ha ha. I hope I can just break the ice. Ha ha ha. Wait, (laughs) let me start that from the top. I have a life jacket. Oh, no. A life jacket and the ice. I'm going to break a jacket. No. So then Heather, um, Heather's saying how she still hasn't talked with Lisa, and Whitney's really nervous to see Lisa, and she's like, it's like seeing that relative you don't want to see. But you have to go because they're family. You know what I'm saying? Huh? It's like, oh, no, wait. It's like when your family is on ice and you bring a jacket, but then you broke the... No. It's like when you haven't had sex with your family in a while. No. How's it go again? <laughs> Lisa, to my face, is mean. And behind my back, she is mean. And on my side, she is mean. I think she is obsessed with me. I think she might be attracted to me. Ha, ha, ha. So then back with Lisa and Jenny, they're driving over too. And Lisa's like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And Jenny's like, I'm going to catch the bigger fish. Mm-hmm. And so they start talking about Meredith and her unresolved feelings. And Jenny tells us that she's known Meredith for a while. And she knows that if Meredith has conflict with somebody, then she ices that person out. And she doesn't. She doesn't like that because that's not how she behaves. Yeah, she wants a solution where they can all get along. So um, Heather and Whitney are uh, like, where they're nervous about the sun melting the ice, and um, and then they were like, walk, they're just like walking on the ice, and Whitney is like, "Are you sure I don't look like Dora the Explorer, the sexy kind?" And Heather's like, "Whatever." So then, um, so now then Jen sees them and she tells the instructor, "Okay, the next two women are rowdy, and if she hits on you, we're not responsible for sexual harassment, are we? We're not, right?" Um, so then Whitney's like, look, I am wearing a life jacket, Jen. And then there's a big long pause to see how Jen's going to take it. And Jen's like, ha, 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 And they hug. And so she's like, it is my bad joke to you. And Jen's like, yeah, I threatened to drown her. But that was like last year. I'm Zen Jen now. Oh, no. No. Oh. I can't. Not 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 another not another Zen rhyme lady. Zen Wen, Zen Jen. Oh you guys are ruining Buddhism for us. <laughs> so Heather uh Heather has a heart out because um Ashley's drill showcase is coming up. I feel like Heather is so excited about this drill showcase. You know she is gonna be doing like clapping like this in the audience and just like she's got all her snacks ready. This this drill showcase is sort of like the highlight of her year. Right. And uh, so Jen's like, oh, hell yeah. I was on the drill team. Hansa Luke, get over there. About faced. What? Yeah, I about faced. Uh, what so, is, by the way, Ronnie, what is what is drill? I don't know drill. We didn't have it in my think, school. I, we never, I mean, we had like fire drills. <laughs> like 
I'm from El Paso. Okay, we had like important drills. We didn't wait. We didn't have frivolous drills. Okay. It's, okay. I, um, I looked. It's a drill team is a group of dancers who perform dance routines in unison. So, and they're also called dance squads. So they're like not okay. So not like cheerleaders, but they're cheerleader esque, cheerleader adjacent. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's like saying hello and hugging. And Jenny's like, are we going to catch a fish or go to a fashion show? Why is everyone so dressed up? And um, Jenny tells us that she knows Heather from Beauty Lab and Whitney. She goes, anyone with a pull in their house is very popular in this town. <laughs> Apparently. So then Lisa's hugging Whitney. How are you? Good to see you. How are you? Can I touch? Can I touch? Love that. Hi. And Whitney's like, did Lisa get new medication i'm used to the snuff i'm used to the hop wait start did lisa get new medication because i'm not i'm not used to snubs no i'm used to the, the lisa snub but i got the the least the hug of Le- the lisa hug yeah i don't know what's going on really are we eating fish are you making dinner did you catch did you catch dinner whitney are you tinkering with dinner tinkerer so heather's like um you know what these are perch which are not as valuable as trout and those are trout poles it's the weirdest (laughs) mystery that i never knew that i didn't (laughs) care if it was solved or not it was it was very Animal Crossing, very Animal Crossing. I, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that Heather is the only one taking the competition seriously. Like, guys, pro tip: the trat holes are back there. That's where the real awards are coming from. <laughs> so, Lisa's like, I have zero experience with fashion, and it's not like I cook, so I have zero experience around fashion. And like, but you know what I do love right now? Fish tacos, adult taco, are like amazing. It's like the diet coke of fish. Oh, have you ever had fish and and diet coke? A dark Coke sauce? It's amazing. I love it. So here we go with more Del Taco placement. So I'm guessing at this point, Bravo is just... They're, they're a sponsor? Is Del Taco a sponsor? Is Del Taco the new print? Del Taco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Del Taco face. Is Del we'll Taco... start saying that about people when they have terrible makeup. <laughs> is Del Taco even available um, in most parts of this country? I feel like I only saw it when I moved to the West Coast. Del Taco face. Del Taco face. Uh, so they, the guy's like, trout! And then they all have to run towards the trout. <laughs> <laughs> so then Which, we that get... That should just be the rest of the season, no matter what's happening. Someone yells trout and the women just go scattering. <laughs> they just like... <laughs> they just go running across the restaurant. They're like in Cucino, Toscana. And it's like, trout! They just like are knocking over tables to get to a hole in the restaurant. Okay, then comes the best piece of music of the season okay meredith arrives and she has to walk across this entire lake and listen to the music they give her it cracks me up (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it sounds almost like the the diamond music from de beers dun 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 Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's funny. It's so dramatic. It's like, and she's like, dun, 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 oh my god! <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, she and Brooks clearly rehearse her walk. Like, mom, when you get out of your car, you have to make sure you walk in with authority. You have to work it. And she's like, yeah, Brooks, I've been practicing my walk. So she's like trying to like almost Naomi it with like this runway walk, but like. 
it's such a long way that she has to walk that she's just starting to feel uncomfortable. She's like, I don't know how much longer I can sashay down this runway because it really is not ending anytime soon. I know. She just keeps the same pace, slow, slow pace. Like, dun, 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 dun. So funny. So she's like, oh my God, this is absurd. If I knew I had to walk this far, I would have just tossed it, Jen. <laughs> so she finally gets over there and Jen's giving serious face with her crown baseball cap. Yeah, and Lisa, Lisa hugs her like, "Oh my God, hi! I know I feel really optimistic. I think that they can have a conversation, and we can all move forward." Meredith, I love you. I love this. And have you had the Del Taco fish taco? It is absolutely amazing. So, meanwhile, Heather is putting makeup on Jen. She's like, "Listen, just fight in full makeup because that's what my mom told me. Fight in full makeup, and you'll always win." True. True. Well, all these ladies are screaming trout and running like crazy, but all I can think is I have a much bigger fish to fry named Jennifer Shaw. <laughs> you don't know I you know I don't eat fish, mother. So um so then Heather is grabbing a fish. Oh yeah. So they go to the trout hole and they get a, a fish <laughs> and they pull this trout up and it sort of like bounces around and Heather just grabs it by the neck and just like with this Kung Fu grip and just like raises it up in this air and is like, I got it. I got it. Yes. This poor trout was like, uh, uh, like I can't breathe, but at least let me be comfortable. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Lisa's giving Meredith a pep talk, like, you better go face that crowd. And Whitney's like, we should start a prayer. So the ladies, the groups of ladies come together. Jen walks over and um, uh, she walks over to Lisa and uh, someone goes, Jenny, will you help Heather with Coco? She goes, no, I don't know how to do that. And they're like, leave, bitch. Like they give her that look, like, <laughs> leave. She's like, oh, okay, I'll go help her. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um yeah, so so this, she sits down and Jen is like, "Well, I'm I'm glad you stopped by." And Martha is like, "Well, I really did struggle about coming here today. I I have. I I think it was really nice that you tried to get everyone together and I didn't want to ruin it, but there's some stuff that's been festering and I thought it would be better to address it." Because your actions towards me are not aligned with your words. And I was very clear that if you want to be friends, that you would not speak poorly of my family or Christian Cowan. <laughs> Do you recollect that? She's like, yeah. She says, well, there are homophobic terms regarding my sexuality that you have liked, and it's very painful. I was told about a Zoom you hosted where you were questioning a sexuality, and I heard with my own ears you say that Brooks has never seen a vagina. Those are homophobic microaggressions towards a teenager who is not sad where he stands. <laughs> and it's horribly painful for someone to be pressured to talk about something that they're not ready to talk about. It has to stop. Enough is enough, and I need to know you are against homophobic hate, and you support the LGBT... What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, there we go. 
I'm talking about reality. <laughs> and she's like, this is ridiculous. I'm sitting here being accused of saying things. I never said anything. And then Jen just goes from like one to a hundred, of course. Changed Jen. I love that the changed Jen storyline doesn't even last two seconds. Yeah. She's gone off in every episode so far. Meredith <laughs> is like, so did you not, did you like a comment referring to my son as a sassy bitch? <laughs> No! Yes, you did. Okay, you want me to take it out? It's on your Twitter. You don't know what's on your Twitter? Well, here we go. So she pulls up a screenshot of it, and Jen Jen is just like, I'm just going to deny it. I will deny, 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 even in the face of like blatant proof. She goes, I'm telling you, I didn't like it. I'm telling you, I didn't like it. She goes, well, that's one of 20 to 30 comments that are aggressive and hostile towards my family, specifically my very young, innocent, three-year-old toddler son, Brooks. Yeah, but I've never said anything about Brooks's sexuality, and it's not fair, you know? Because, like, like, I have someone else who runs that. It's not me. It's not me. That's your Twitter, Jen, and you're responsible for your Twitter. Wait, wait, Meredith, wait, 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 Meredith, wait, wait, wait. The denial is what I will not accept. I will not accept the denial. I deny the denial. No, Meredith. The fish tacos at Del Taco are really good. That's all I was trying to say. Okay, go ahead. Lisa. Go ahead. Hey, Meredith. Meredith. Lisa. Vita Diet Coke fish tacos. I Meredith, can't. stop. I can't stop, listen Meredith. to the projecting, deflecting, stop, and Meredith. lying anymore. She's a fucking liar. I've had it. I am done. I am done. So she gets so mad, she's like shaking her head, and her sunglasses fall off her head because <laughs> like fly off her head because she's shaking her head so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you need to fuck with my family hey you know what let's just maybe we can work it out away from everyone else and uh, Meredith's like you don't think she's abusive come on and Jen by the way is like sitting from afar she's like she's disengaging so just let her go disengage um, by the way I'm like really sad that Meredith could not find another acting another acting rhyme she's like she's projecting deflecting and lying. I'm like, oh, power in threes. Come on, what about like projecting, deflecting, and reflecting, or dejecting, or ejecting, or rejecting? Just really wow, you're it. good with that. Well, I can't think of one. You just froze my brain. I was like, uh, <laughs> duh. I can't listen to the fighting and blighting and sadness anymore. No, Meredith, you almost <laughs> had it. <laughs> so Jen's like, I don't even know what's wrong. You guys, I've done nothing but support Brooks. <laughs> when he's like, take a deep breath, Jen. Take a deep breath. Hey, Jen, come here, Jen, come here. And uh, she's like, no, not you, Jenny. Could you, Jenny, could you get Jen? Jenny, come on. Is this going to be hard, Jenny and Jen? What if you have to change your names? All right. Jenny, okay, Jenny, you're tell Jen. Jenny. Jenny, tell Jen. Okay. Jen, walk right by Jenny. But no, I'm talking about Jen, but not Jenny. Okay, both Jen, Jen and Jenny take a step forward. Jenny, yeah. stop taking a step. Jen, continue taking a step. Jen, now go at a faster pace than Jenny so you get here first. Okay, great. Okay, you know what, Jen? You were here first, so you're going to be Diet Coke. And then, Jenny, you were here second, so you're Coke Zero. Okay? So, Coke Zero, go get Diet Coke. Come on! 
So, but Jenny uh, goes up and she tells Meredith, she's like, Meredith, you should listen to her. Listen to her. And Meredith says, to hear her say she doesn't run her Twitter. No, no. And she's, well, I have people running my Twitter. Well, I don't too. And you know what I tell them? Don't ever like something that's mean about someone else. And, uh, okay, first off, this is just a, a huge lie on Jen's part. Jen any housewife who tells you they don't know what's going on on their Twitter is crazy. Now, yes, people have social media managers or whatever to write random tweets, like, to keep them going. But every real housewife I've ever seen is on their goddamn phone, just like everybody else, every second of the day, seeing what people liked and didn't like about them. Absolutely. <laughs> and also, So give me a break. And also, like, if someone else is doing this on your behalf and they, like, do something that does not reflect what you feel, your response should not be like, I didn't write those! Your response should be like, I am mortified. There was someone at my... I have a social media manager. I did not realize they were doing this, and I am going to fire them right away like you say something like that not like i didn't do this i didn't do this yeah yeah it's not fair so um heather is telling jen listen lisa's trying to intervene so this might be your last chance with meredith just go and she's like oh my god i'm trying you guys i'm trying so jen come on come on jen jen no jenny you're already here stop walking jen you walk forward five steps forward jenny stand where you are okay jen five more steps you're almost here come on come on go go just go why don't you just go be with your best friend then it's like you're my best friend too john come on john (laughs) and then um heather spills some cocoa on something of jen's she's like oh jesus (laughs) heather wipe this on your own stuff please so Meredith is like, well, she made it very clear that we are not friends. And Jenny says, do you want to be friends with her or not? Just tell me right now. So Jen, Jen, Jen Shaw is like, yes, Jenny. And Jenny says, to then turns to Meredith and says, do you want to be friends? Well, then you guys just shut the fuck up and listen to each other. Just listen to it. Just fucking listen to each other. And so uh, <laughs> Heather's from afar is like, oh, shit, she's winning all the trophies. Wow. So Jenny is yelling, the damage is done already. And she goes, yeah, the damage is done. You know how it is, how easy it is for someone who just got into pull-up pants <laughs> to be called out to make a choice on something he's never discussed with anyone. I am still mashing up his bananas. <laughs> he's a big boy now. Do you know how hard it is for him to learn that song and also know that someone is questioning his sexuality? So Jen's like, what are you talking about, Meredith? I'm not talking about Brooks. What are you even going on about? She's like, I can't. I'm so angry. I'm so <laughs> So then Jen pulls the classic Jen Shaw. How do you think my kids feel? She's like, what did I do to your children, Jen? How do you think my kids feel when Brooks goes out there and says, oh, I saw parts of that woman I've never seen or her vagina or this and that. So, and then Meredith's like, well, Jen, you repeatedly made high kicks over and over again in the presence of two toddlers who never even know what a foot is. <laughs> I mean, up until that point, Brooks just saw vaginas as an exit sign. What do you expect him to do with that information? And then we see the clip of Jen kicking her legs up and screaming, Grinder! 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 But, but again, as we mentioned last season, Jen did make a concerted effort to kick her foot away and to keep actually, like, all all lady parts away. And, every, you know, she actually what, did make an effort at discretion. I can't believe I'm sort of quasi standing up for Jen Shaw in all this. 
So Meredith is like, I'm done. She doesn't tell the truth. I am done. So she walks off and uh, she makes a perfect point, which is Jen can't see beyond herself. That's it's true. always what about me? What about my kids? Oh my God. So frustrating. Yeah, so- but that is so Jen. It is Jen. I mean, no, and please, like, do not, like, Jen is a hundred percent wrong in this situation. Um, but, uh, but Brooks also, uh, you know, Brooks was shame, like, vagina shaming her. So Jen says to Heather, um, she's like, she's like, well, that went really great. Everyone wants me to be like, I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit. You can't keep blaming me for every issue on earth. You can't, you can't do that for me. What about my kids? So. I mean, not every issue, but every issue on this show that's caused by you, you can be blamed on. I yeah. mean, there's an argument. Can we blame you for global warming? I don't know, but your face isn't going to just, like, go back into dust when you're all <laughs> said and done. You know well, what I mean? So you're kind of polluting as well. Well, the thing is, as Jen squandered her lead, right? She, like, end of last season, everyone was everyone was sort of on her side about Brooke's vagina shaming her, right? Uh, but then she goes and she, you know, she's liking all these tweets about him. And that's like, that is gross behavior because that is your friend's son. And like, you've got, yeah. a, you're an adult. And even though he isn't a child, you still have to respect that. I think that's, I thought it was pretty tacky and gross of her to do. And so she lost it. And now she's, now she's on the, now she's on the wrong side of it. So that's her own fault. Yep, there she is, Jen Shaw, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, deflecting. And I don't know, you know, Jen Shaw from her first season has just been such a tryhard. And people, there's a lot of discussion online, like, this is unfair. Like, why is this Erica stuff such a big deal? But nobody's making a huge deal out of this Jen stuff, which, well, obviously, Salt Lake City, this stuff will start airing, and people will be making it a bigger deal. But also, Jen's just a tryhard, you know? It's like... No one necessarily saw it coming with Erica. It's a bigger deal. With Jen, it looks like Jen's ripping off Erica at this point, even though that's not real and logical. But everything she does is kind of a ripoff from every other Housewives show. And so her her big criminal thing happening after Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is just very on brand for her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, like, Erica Jane had several years of uh, persona uh, building that has been totally destroyed by this entire scandal. Whereas Jen Shaw really like, she just has two chains. Like that's like her persona building is that she, she went, she, she put out a, she did a party at top golf, right? Like there's not much for the audience to be like, I can't believe it. Everyone's like, okay, sure. That fits. And you're right. Once this starts to break on the show, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be. It's well, also be with Erica, like you said, her persona building, I think it was like a shock, right? Because this comes out and it's like, oh my God, this was happening and she was acting this way the whole time. Whereas with Jen, this comes out and everyone's like, of course, of fucking course. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like the Jen, Jen scandal is actually a little bit more fun because um, there's like this, I, there's like a whodunit element, like, did Brooks snark on her? Was it Meredith? Was it someone from the Shaw Squad? Was it someone from Top Golf? <laughs> like, who did it? Like, it's it's kind of like fun, campy theater. Um, yeah, well, there's been some Real Housewives of Salt Lake City stuff going on online this week, but we can talk about it on Take a Seat tonight. I'll write it down in our in our little yeah. notes se- section here. Mary and uh, 
Mary going against Whitney on social has been really funny this week. So I'll write that in our document. So anyway, join us for that, everybody. And if you didn't get it tonight, come next week. It's on Monday night, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern on the Green Room app. Just get that app, sign up, and follow at Ronnie Karam or at Ben Mandelke. All right. It's going to be a fun party, as it always is. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We're back tomorrow with Below Deck Mediterranean. And later this week, you got Vanderpump Rules and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, and Great British Baking Show. Oh, Episode one of season nine we'll be doing on bonus this week. So if you want a cast preview, we've already done a bonus of that, judging their pictures. Uh, That's super fun on the bonuses. And we will also be doing a recap this week of the first episode. Ooh, I heard that they got rid of Prue and Paul's deliberations. I haven't watched it yet. Is that true? God, I don't even know. That's like too deep for me. I mean, <laughs> oh shoot, I pressed stop on accident. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't even notice. Well, either way, bye everyone. Bye. Watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do, Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet coochie. We love you guys.